And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Alright, welcome into the special emergency pod edition of Hear That Podcast Crowling. We need we need like but what you need like some some sirens, some horns, right? <laughs> going off. Uh as, we could uh, we could get them. I mean, I'm right here on the streets of Hamilton. You're in Hamilton. Like it's only a matter by- of time. Like if we just talk long <laughs> enough, eventually uh, <laughs> you'll catch something. Uh, oh, so we're uh, we're here t- talking franchise tag and Brandon Allen. Okay, I don't want to. We don't want to leave Brandon Allen out, right? Uh, Bengals do not use the franchise tag on either Carl Lawson or William Jackson the third. They are bringing Brandon Allen back on a one-year deal. That's a report from NFL Network, Tom Pelissero. Um, so we'll just we'll get all the Brandon Allen talk out of the way. Uh, yeah, that's kind of what we told you was going to happen. They like him, had confidence in him coming back. The team has seen him play well. That's a big deal. So there's that. Now we can talk about the other news. <laughs> uh, you know, by now people know that so this means Carl Lawson and William Jackson the third will hit free agency will be on the open market to see what value they can get there's still interest from the Bengals to try to bring them back one maybe both maybe neither will be back um before the official tampering period begins on Monday aka when all the verbal agreements will start happening so this means a number of things. We've written about it. I uh, highly recommend you reading through kind of some of our reactions that are up on the site. Uh, you can subscribe now. A number of different good deals going on on The Athletic. But, Jay, I mean, what what was kind of your first gut reaction to, I, I would say, maybe a, a mildly surprising decision? Yeah, I mean, my my first gut was they, they must feel good about where they are with Carl because it to me, I know that that his number would have been so huge, but you, if if you don't feel like there's any chance you can get a deal done with him, you almost have to use that tag based on where they are, depth wise at defensive end. I mean, you just is he worth fourteen point nine million or whatever that that number is? Probably not, based on what we've seen from him so far. But it's it's one of those situations where going back to those early days of of Andy Dalton's career when he got the huge contract and it's, it's more expensive to not have one than, than to pay one. And you've, you've got a guy that's proven he can do it. They, they need to, they need to either keep him here or get a haul in free agency in the draft. And it just, it seems like keeping Carl Lawson would be the better way to go. And if they, if they didn't think they could had any chance of doing a long-term deal with him, they should have used the tag. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're talking about being up over 17. Here's the here's the thing about that. And I kind of look at it is they must feel good about where they're at with free agency. They must feel 
pretty confident that they're going to be able to get done what they want to get done on the other side of the ball or with the amount of money they need. You know, we look, everybody that's listening to this, I think a lot of you probably went through our off-season worksheet, right? And it was done with the idea of this point. If you do one, you're taken away from others and you got to think things through that lens. It is by doing this was it then crossing off an offensive lineman or two or whatever? Um, are you going to make Carl Lawson your highest paid player in 2021 when everything is supposed to be about building around Joe Burrow? And you can you still get a deal done with Carl Lawson? Sure. And one, it's more reasonable, and then one's a better cap hit. Also on the worksheet, how many people listening to this that did the worksheet did not put the tag on Carl and instead chose the cheaper extension route? Almost all of them. Very all. few used the tag. Exactly. Very few did because, yeah, if you're going to have Carl Lawson, you you want to do it at a better rate for everybody. And so there's a certain principle there of, look – we set our values on what we believe a player is worth, and there are a lot, we do that with all the players across the league. We're going to spend that money, and we're going to get the most value on it. We're not going to significantly overpay for any one person because it will take away from what you can do with everybody else. That's the way the Bengals have stood about this forever. It's the way they're doing it now. Um, and it's important to remember some of those basics when you think about the long view. While you may be mad in the short view, you got to think about the long view of it as well. What you know, what you're losing by if you did tag. Yeah, and it it not just Carl here. It's it's William too. It, it was when we were writing the piece yesterday. It was almost like I was using William as a as an afterthought. But it, it, I've never really thought the the tag was a viable option for him. But but I did for Carl, but you're right. It's it in our exercise. The the choose your adventure was for one year, and and, and it was play money too. You, you guys that filled that out aren't actually going into your own money to make those deals, and still no one used the tag. So yeah, I think there was. I, I was a little surprised by the reaction that the, the Bengals didn't use it from from Bengals Twitter. But I guess I should. Should never be surprised by anything on Bengals Twitter. No, never be surprised. I mean, and, and I and here's the thing though. I mean, I think there's a very real chance this was a mistake, and I think we've got to acknowledge that. I mean, it, look, if they have a defense next year that has no pass rush, and they're relying on you know a second round pick or something to step in to do what Carl Lawson was doing, and they're shocked when they can't get enough pass rush, then it was a mistake. You know, then you ha you can't go through a season again where you can't get after the passer. It, do it was used as the excuse for last year's failures, right. so you can't then get 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 worse there. You know, I, so there's a very real chance if they can't figure out ways to fix the pass rush that this is viewed as a mistake, and this was the first of a maybe a misstep off season in a time when they actually absolutely have to have it. Absolutely, that's in play. And so I understand that reaction in a lot of ways, but I don't think you can judge that right now. We may look back and judge it, and there's a possibility that we look back and judge it as, a, as the big, big mistake that started them going in the wrong path this offseason. But we kind of have to see how this plays out because let's, let's talk about what you can do for $17-plus million. I mean – 
if we're talking about the type of cash cap casualty massacre we're anticipating seeing, we're already seeing, you know, the latest rounds of guys start coming off the board here. You're Malcolm Butlers of the world, and we're going to see, you know, all these guys that are that are now going to be getting who knows what they're actually going to get when only half the team's really able to pay them. On the market, is it going to go down to five, six, whatever it's going to go down to? If that's the case, you're talking about do you want Carl Lawson or do you want three to four players who are in Lawson's vicinity? Maybe you mean, that, you know, I mean, overall, that could be the way it goes. Overall, or are you talking three or four edge rushers that are? I'm in talking three or four overall players, yeah, right? Maybe two, maybe two defensive linemen. You know, yeah. you could get you could go get Sheldon Rankins and another guy making eight to ten million dollars, who'd be a real guy, and have the two of them for the cost of one Carl Lawson. And what was the problem last year, right? Carl got to the quarterback all day. Nobody, Nobody else. else did. <laughs> Nobody else did. They have so many they need almost every position on the defensive line in some capacity. So they need quantity up there, and if there's going to be some some veterans that can still bring in a little bit for you, that you can get for two to three you know million dollars less than they probably would go for in a normal market, you know that money goes a long, long way. Yeah, I mean that's what I did on my sheet. I got I took two edge rushers, uh, both of whom had more sacks than Carl Lawson last year, and you're, you you it's a two for one. You get two guys. For the price of one Carl Lawson, you know, no no guarantees anywhere among this. I mean, they could sign Carl Lawson. There could be an injury. You never know what what is going to be the right move or the wrong move until you see it play out. And and if injury comes into it, you can't say it was a right or wrong move. It's just it's just unfortunate. But if if you can get an Alden Smith and a Hassan Reddick, and for the price of Carl Lawson, why why wouldn't you do that? I mean, I know they they like Carl, but anytime you can get two productive players for the price of one, you have to do it. The question is, can you get them? Again, it's not a vacuum. They're, they're going to be bidding against other teams. You're going to, it's free agency is always a two way street. The, the, the player you're going after has to have interest in you, but there's, there's a lot of, as you mentioned, there's a, there's a, a quality amount of edge rushers anyhow hitting free agency. And then once all these cap casualties start hitting, it, it could be a huge, it will, we know it's going to be a buyer's market. It's just going to be how big of a buyer's market it's going to be. Also a deep draft for edge rush. Yes. Right. And so, you know, if you're saying you you can go get even one edge rusher for half that price and draft somebody to be more in that third edge rusher rotational role and give you a little bit more depth that can develop into Carl Lawson and, and, and get that guy in the second or third round and he can be your future Carlos Dunlap or Michael Johnson and you can bring those guys along a little bit, you see that as an answer too. And it comes back to, again – Here's the thing. If we look back on this in, in two weeks or in, in a week and a half, whatever, and the Bengals fix their line and use their money, their offensive line, hmm. uh, nobody I – don't, I don't think anybody would be complaining. And because that's where everybody wants the focus to be. That's where Duke Tobin told us on Monday the focus is. That's why they said they want to be aggressive in free agency, not going to sit on their hands, going to get after early. They feel like they have an advantageous situation with where they're at, with the flexibility they have. And that should start 
with protecting and building around Joe Burrow. And if that's the case, the you would do you wouldn't start doing that by guaranteeing Carl Lawson's your highest paid player. A guy who you already we know have hesitation with. You don't view him as a true run stopper guy. You know, you kind of view him as a rotational player uh in in his truest form. And so yeah, I think it's focusing on what their number one should be, assuming the plan plays out that way. If it doesn't, if there's some half-assed version of all of this that's going to go on next week, then then we can point back to this clearly being the wrong decision, and we may do that. I know two guys that might complain at the plan you just laid out. That would be Lou Anarumo and Marion Hobby. <laughs> they would much rather see the money spent on the D-line than the O-line, but <laughs> it, it's about winning games, and that's that's the way to go is to, to fix this line. We've been saying it for years. They have a real chance to do it this year. I, I, I don't think they're exclusive. I think you can do both, but it, it's a matter of where the focus is, where, where, where you start, and it, it does. It needs to start on that offensive side. All right, let's take a second and switch gears here and hear from a sponsor. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. You know, we talked about this. It was one of the questions we answered in our in, in our piece that's up on the site. What are the odds Carl comes back? I mean, you know, we can run past her boot as we like to do here. Run past her boot on Carl will neither. I think I know where both of us are going to land on this. Yeah, I'll, I'll run with neither. I just you hate reading too much in because the the way guys like to do cryptic things. There was nothing cryptic about what Carl put on Twitter yesterday, but the guns for hire. I mean, it, it feels like if the if Carl's going to come back, the deal is going to happen before noon Monday because once once he's free to start negotiating with other teams on Monday, it just it, it feels like there's going to be one of those offers the Bengals aren't going to be willing to match, and it doesn't feel like. Carl has too much interest in, in signing anything before he hears what other teams have to offer. So I it just and I, and I don't know. They I, I put this in the piece yesterday. They 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 say all the right things about William Jackson, but I'm not sure how much they they are truly interested in having him back at the the price it's going to cost to bring him back. So I'll run with neither. I'll pass on Carl and, and I'll boot Will. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I, I mean. I think that's the only way it. It. The, I thought the only, I thought a long term deal with Carl Lawson would have to get done in July. 
I, I did not. He has the way that it's all kind of gone down. And I've talked for a long time how I thought Will has always had his eyes elsewhere. Um, and, he, and there's another side of this, and I, and this I don't know. And I, you know, and what will start to come out um, about maybe how a lot of these conversations went down, probably when the dust settles. But look, if you got a guy who doesn't want to be here, <laughs> <laughs> you, you you're best to let him go. Yeah. And, and I don't know that's the case. I, I don't know that's the case. I do know he has guns for hire. <laughs> uh, I do know he didn't want to be franchise tagged, and most players don't. Uh, and so you want to see the open market, and I think, you know, there is. I, I don't like going back to the Carlos Dunlap stuff, but there was obviously pockets within the team looking for greener pastures, looking for different things. Carl, when we had him on the Zoom always kind of talked about defending not defending carlos but kind of friendship and holding no ill will or begrudging carlos at all there was never a stance of man he he did it wrong he played it wrong there was nothing on twitter there was nothing giving him a heart you know what i mean yeah that's not me saying that carl wants out that's just saying if you're looking at what side he was on in the carlos situation i mean he he never begrudged carlos at all and he didn't do it publicly yeah, and, and I mean the other side of that is you know, Nick Eason too. I mean that was his position coach. You don't know how tight those guys were, and yeah. uh, he's he's got a new position coach now. So yeah, maybe I, I don't know that he he wanted out per se because he, of the direction of the team and all that. It's more of he just wants to see what his value is on the open market, as most guys do. And I think he's he's very intent on on getting to noon Monday to to see where that money comes from. And perhaps the Bengals will end up the best yeah. market on his table at that point. And that's the chance, you know, maybe that's what he does end up coming back for that reason. I tend to think that won't be the case. Um, and I, hey, we could be wrong. I mean, this is again, we're back in the speculation period of this now that we have this part of it done. But, you know, I, I, the noun of teams, you went through it. When you went through the pass rush needs out there, there's a, everybody mm-hmm. needs pass rush. And, when, and, and as more guys, you know, you see guys got franchise tag, but, you know, Lawson is up there with Shaq Barrett now uh, as one of the top two or three edge rushers on the market. And those guys are going to still get paid. And I think Carl ends up getting paid, not, fran- not franchise tag money, uh, up in that range, but in the, enough in the vicinity of it that I think he'll be going elsewhere. And William Jackson, I, unless his market bottoms out, which I I, I don't totally I, I don't see that happening. I you know I think you'll see the same thing happen with him. One thing that was interesting, I over the cap does great work, and and I bought their free agency guide, and they laid out the expected deals for each of these free agents. And I was kind of surprised they they had Carl at one year ten million, and like you know he's going to do a, a one year deal somewhere, bet on himself, and then hit free agency again in twenty twenty two. I'm not I'm not sure that's the the route he's going to go. I, I could I, I see him more likely signing a a long term deal, being one of the the top guys this year. I haven't looked far enough ahead to see which edge rushers are set to hit free agency in twenty twenty two, but it's that that old cliche strike while the iron's hot. Um, I, I think he's going to get more than ten a year. And I think it's going to be for more than one year. Look, there are so many fascinating free agent cases 
mm-hmm. out there. I mean, and that's and the Bengals have a few of them, and every team has many of them. That's what makes this next week and a half one of the most interesting that we've seen in the history of this league as far as free agency goes. There's so many guys that are going to be out there. The market's going to be depressed. Teams are going to be cutting and looking for ways to get cheaper. Uh, trades are going to happen as teams try to reallocate resources and get under the cap. It's going to be fascinating, and, and the Bengals want – what do they want? They want to have their advantage that Duke Tobin talked about, the money that they have. They want to have that. And if, if they want to use that still on Carl Lawson, they would do it at a, in a che- cheaper way, in a way that would better benefit their cap and give Carl more money overall as well. So that's where the, that's how – I think that's basically how you end up here. And we'll see how it all plays out. All right, Jay, that's uh, that's our emergency pod episode about hey. Carl Clausen and William Jackson and Brandon Allen. <laughs> and Brandon Allen. And Brandon you, Allen. You know, uh, it'll probably be old news by the time people listen to this, but Schefter just tweeted that teams have been informed. 182.5 million is the cap number. So all of you guys can go back and redo your worksheet. Anybody that was less than 2 million under or over the cap you're now going to be under it. You can go back and redo that sheet. There's a line I use that my wife despises. These things have a way of working themselves out. <laughs> you know, I did the sheet and I was a couple mil over and I, we talked about it in the pies. Ah, I'll, I'll make it work. Guess what? These things have a way of working themselves out. I think that's a husband mantra. I use that same. (laughs) It never goes over well. No, it doesn't. It never goes over well. It goes over about as well as the Meat Mountain, which we referenced (laughs) at the beginning of yesterday's podcast. Thanks for everybody that stood through our Arby's talk yesterday. I hope you enjoyed it and didn't order a Meat Mountain. Uh, All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the pod. We will be back again. We're doing these uh, as big news erupts. Uh, Emergency pods will happen for you. So uh, keep an eye on your feed and and on our Twitters because we'll be letting you know Uh, if we have a new emergency pod coming out. So thanks everybody for listening and we'll talk to you soon. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.